8.48 this morning, Society Now with Rafael Rashid. Good morning to you. Hi, Alex. Thanks well, for having me. Well, welcome to the show. <laughs> Always nice to welcome a new voice. And today we're going to talk about banning smoking in smoking cafes. So, uh, yep. smoking was banned already, wasn't it, in public places, at least restaurants, bars, those sort of establishments. What was going on here? Right. So, yeah, you're absolutely right. Um, smoking was banned a few years ago. Um, as you may remember, the ban on smoking in public establishments uh, was established in January 2015. And this included all bars, restaurants and cafes. Um, however, of course, there was one small exception. Cafes were permitted to operate ventilated smoking areas so long as these came without seats or tables. Uh, so for many, this was a sign of relief, uh, no longer needing to worry about having to passively inhale smoke at such places. But some business owners saw an opportunity to attract smokers thanks to a loophole in the law, giving rise to the smoking cafe. So uh, essentially, these are shops where customers are given a paper cup for them to go get coffee themselves from vending machines. Um, and by doing so, these establishments um, can be licensed under the Food Sanitation Act, which um, states that smoking is banned if you're a restaurant, but it's not banned if you are a store where food is prepared by the customer, which means smoking is permitted in smoking cafes. So they, they're kind of like airport uh, smoking <laughs> rooms in a way with vending machines, except that they look like cafes and they seem to be dressed up like cafes. Yeah, that's, that's basically it. So... Um, the first of these cafes opened in late 2015 uh, and gradually ex expanded across the country. So now there's an estimate mm, 30 cafes, uh, smoking cafes in Korea, although the exact number is probably a little bit higher because they kind of operate in this grey area. But the government is banning smoking from these places. Right. So since the 1st of July this year, so two, three weeks ago, uh, legislation was amended to the National Health Promotion Act, which means that customers are now banned from smoking in smoking cafes that exceed 75 square meters in area. Uh, and other smaller smoking cafes will also be banned from operating altogether from January next year, regardless of their size. I mean, in defence of these places, I don't think any coffee lover is going to go in there uh, and, <laughs> and get a, a vending machine offering when, if they're a non-smoker, yeah. they could just go and enjoy good quality coffee and all sorts of non-smoking establishments. <laughs> and, and, and you could say, well, you know, if these people smoke anyway, why not provide a place for them to do that? Yeah, so... What's the rationale behind banning them? I mean, that's, uh, that's a good question. Um, there are probably two main reasons for this. So one is that the government um, is trying to expand the number of smoke-free zones across um, Seoul and across the country. Um, and the second reason is the government actually says, you know, why should we allow these smoking cafes to continue operating under these legal loopholes if a regular cafe, so, you know, where, where you go for a regular coffee... If they are not allowed, why should the others be allowed? If there's a ban, everyone should be banned. So, you know, and like I said, these, these normal cafes have had to do, have had to create ventilated areas uh, without seating areas. So, 
you know, it's it's about equality. Everyone should uh, be under this ban. Yeah, well, I can see that point. <laughs> but as a coffee lover, which I yeah. most certainly am, um, I, I, I think the, uh, the difference is clear when you compare a vending machine offering that you serve yourself and one where you go to a cafe and, and have the proper yeah. experience. I mean, I think a lot of people want to also have a place to smoke yeah. and drink coffee at the same time. Well, that's true. And, and some would say, well, there should also be ca- cafes available where, where everyone smokes, maybe even including the workers there, and, and it's all <laughs> done by hand. Yeah. Um, how much resistance are we seeing from these businesses? So, of course, yeah, you're going to see a lot. You, you obviously see some resistance at the moment from the cafe owners and from the customers. So from the cafe owners' point of view... Um, you know, why should they change their business model when they're operating legally under the law and paying their taxes? And also, they've only been given a few months grace period to change their uh, business operations. So they're complaining, you know, you're not giving us enough time. You've, you've only given us a few months to change our, our business plans. Um, and from a customer point of view, you know, the the idea is that they they basically they, they don't have many places to go smoke in anymore so if you if these smoking places uh, if these smoking cafes disappear where on earth are they going to smoke um you know the government is um has been expanding the number of non-smoking areas in seoul for example so in 2011 there were 670 of these now it's increased 27 times to 20,000 non-smoking areas Whereas the number of legal outdoor smoking areas in the city, you know, at least in Seoul, are only 43. So, you know, they're complaining, where on earth can we go smoke? Well, I I know a few places. (laughs) I mean, I'm not a smoker, but I've seen plenty of places that... um seem to ignore the law on smoking yeah so and, and you must have seen that as well haven't you I, I i'm not a regular frequenter of nightclubs but uh a few months back there was an occasion where i was invited and was dragged along uh, to a place where there's much younger people and there were All so smoking. many people smoking <laughs> inside and I was kind of just shocked by it because in my younger days in the UK, when uh, the smoking ban came to force, it was absolutely it was blanket. Absolute, yeah, yeah, there was no smoking, and and yet in this nightclub in 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 Gangnam, very big popular nightclub, it was filled with smoke. I, I think it takes time for people's attitudes to change. Yeah, but the thing is, with the law, it can't be like that. Uh, if, if you can't give it time. It's either got to be, yeah, a law or it's not a law. Right. And and there's also places for older people as well in Seoul. You know, if, if someone said, show me where you can smoke, yeah, no problem. Yeah. <laughs> I can show you somewhere you can smoke. It's probably outside every building. <laughs> uh, well, outside every building, in the bathrooms of buildings, but also in places where you can also sit down and have coffee and drink. But, you know, the purpose of this segment now is not to, to expose necessarily those businesses, but more to raise concerns about should there be a place where people can legally go and do this if it's going to happen anyway and flout the law? Uh, you know, it's well. The law, the law is the law. I mean, but but should operators of certain establishments be allowed to bypass the law in in a way that isn't so underground? Ah, uh, well, you know, I think that's the whole point of this new uh, law enforcement is to to get rid of these legal loopholes. So until now, it's been legal, but yeah, they're trying to get rid of that 
Well, I don't want to be the party pooper, <laughs> but again, by saying that the law's already being broken by a lot of young people in this country, but it is. Uh, this Morning Society with Rafael Rashid, thank you very much for joining us today. Thank you very much.